0: You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, good evening. I'm, I'm so glad you're with us tonight. And uh, I think uh, God has a good word for all of us. And, uh, you know, being able to navigate uh, the path of being a believer and keeping your faith sometimes uh, is difficult. And that's why we really need to understand the way God does things. He said, My ways are not your ways. and My thoughts are not your thoughts. and Boy, the longer I serve the Lord, uh, the more I realize that. And so, you know, ultimately, um, I think that God sometimes just keeps us on a need-to-know basis. He gives us just enough that we still have to walk by faith. And so, um, I want to talk to you, I I don't really know how to title this, so I'm just going to call it God Giants, and uh, we know this, that we're in a war. and. Of course, God's people have always been in a war with uh, the, the darkness, uh, Satan's kingdom, and uh, so I, I, I was just reflecting on some things that God dropped in my spirit, and so I hope that I can help you with this, and um, I want to read a passage of scripture that's probably familiar to a lot of us, but the setting here is um, where the Lord has rejected Saul as king. And uh, he has told Samuel, he said, go to the house of Jesse because one of his sons, uh, you're going to anoint as king of Israel. So uh, we know that I think six of the boys, seven of the boys passed before Samuel. And every time uh, God said, it's not them. And the last one was David. But when Samuel was uh, looking, the very first young man that came in um, was Eliab. In verse 7 of 1 Samuel 7, 17 says, But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, for I have refused him, because the Lord sees not as man sees. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. <clears throat> And so uh, I read that verse to you because I I want to just establish the fact that um, what we consider important uh, sometimes God absolutely discards because it's in our nature as human beings to um, use the world's system of value in the kingdom of God and they're not the same. And so, of course, there's going to be some theological debate, always has been on, on what I'm fixing to bring up, but I'm of the school of thought that I believe that, uh, that giants in the Old Testament were where the scripture said that the sons of God saw the daughters of men and came down unto them. And out of that natural reunion, there were children born that became uh, great men of renown and they were very very large uh... we know goliath was extremely tall depending on how you value a cubic he could have been anywhere between nine and thirteen feet tall uh, his brother uh... he had four brothers that were extremely large and uh, one of the giants had six toes on each foot and six fingers on each hand and so Um, they They were not normal people. And so when Israel got ready to enter into God's inheritance, what they came up against was giants. Because if you remember when the ten spies came back, it said the land is like God said it was. The reports are true, but they said there were giants in the land. And we were like grasshoppers in their sight. And they said, we can't go up and take the land. And the other two, Joshua and Caleb said, no, we're more than able to go up and take the land. Why? Because both of them had a different value system. The 10 spies had no faith. And so they were thinking in terms of battle in we cannot defeat these giants because they're bigger than us. And so, Uh, I want to go back and just talk about God giants because God is raising men and women up in this hour that if you looked at them from the natural, we would discard them. We would discredit them. We would say they don't have the capabilities to accomplish what God wants to do in this hour. But that's not true because God doesn't look as man looks. And so the people that God is raising up uh he has brought them through the process and so um i was thinking of john the baptist and the bible says you know we know that john was filled with the holy ghost in his mother's womb and he is 30 years old before the lord uncovers him uh to the world and i think the verse um if i remember right it's in luke chapter 1 verse 80 it talks about john it said the child grew and he waxed strong in the spirit till the day of his showing. You see God will never reveal you to the world. He'll never uncover you to your purpose until you have a maturity and a stature in Christ that you are able to take on the enemy and defeat them. And this is what is talking about with John. And so uh, John, for 30 years, uh, I'm sure he wondered, what is my purpose? And he's in that desert. What is happening with John? I'll tell you what it was. It was not that he was just growing naturally. It was I don't know how tall he was. You know, he could have been 5'8", 5'10", uh, 6 feet. But it wasn't the outward height and size that God was after. It was the inner man that was in John that God was bringing up to that height. In fact, uh, there's a scripture that says this, that that we come into a measure of the fullness of the stature of Christ. That obviously none of us will be as as big as Christ was in the spirit realm, but the Bible says there's a measure of the stature. So God takes you and I through the process of growing in the Spirit until we become God giants. Because you can never defeat a giant in the natural unless you are a giant in the Spirit. Because it's not the outer man. You have an outer man and you have an inner man. The Bible bears this out in the New Testament. Paul solved this. It is never your outer man that engages the enemy in battle, the giants that the enemy raises up and def- that we defeat. It's never your outer man. It is always the inner man inside of you. What is that inner man? That inner man is that individual that has grown up to a measure and the fullness of the stature of Christ. It's literally speaking about maturity. And uh, when you're going through this growth process, and oh my, some of us have as so many of you have, have went so long, and I get emails from you, right, say, Pastor, um, I just don't know what God's doing with me, and I'm going through such a process. And listen, this is what the scripture says about John. It says, he was in the deserts until the day of his showing or the day of his revealing, and this is what deserts means. It means a solitary, lonely place, deserted by others, deprived of friends, and acquaintances. And man, God takes so many of us through that time to where we think, Lord, I just feel so alone. What are you doing? And God said, you don't realize it, but he said, I am causing you to grow up into the measure, the maturity of Christ. You know, uh, when you go back in the Old Testament and you read the story of David and Saul, and we know that God's Spirit, His anointing, left Saul. but the scripture says that when God picked Saul, he was very, very humble. We know this because when they got ready to crown him as king, they couldn't find him. And the scripture says he was hid amongst the stuff. There was a spirit of humility in him. I believe that's why God chose him, because God can take humble people and make them God giants. Somewhere, Saul got lifted up in pride. And. Uh, When you get to the story now where David is going to kill Goliath, uh, when it talks about Saul, it says this, he was head and shoulders above everybody else in Israel. He was a very, very big man. But he was not a giant in the spirit, and the reason that he couldn't defeat Goliath was because he thought in terms of in the natural, Goliath is bigger in the natural than I am. So what does God do? He sets Saul aside, and he brings up a young man who's probably, in his, maybe in his teens, David is, he's a young man, he maybe hasn't reached full maturity. Uh, people looked at him, they disdained him. In fact, when Goliath looked at David, he said, you have just sent me a kid. He said, I'm insulted because he was only looking at the outward appearance of David. But what he didn't realize, what he couldn't see was, there was a giant of a man in the Holy Ghost standing in front of giant Goliath. And see, Goliath was thinking in terms of it's all natural. It's whoever has the most money, whoever has the most contact, or who has the most connected friends. God said, no, my ways are not your ways. Where was David? David came out of a place of loneliness rejection, his brothers didn't believe in him, he was stuck in the backside of the wilderness taking care of sheep, but when God brought him on the scene, he killed a bear, he killed a lion. And always remember this, that the armor that giants in the natural wear will never fit the giant that the man wears in the spirit and see Saul took his armor he tried to put it on David and it didn't fit it was it just it was an odd fit and finally David looked at it he said I've not proven these in other words he was saying it's not my outward size that's gonna win this battle but he says it's the height of the man of God the men of faith that's in me and when the enemy begin to roar and that I can't imagine what it must have been like to look at a human being that's anywhere from 10 to 13 feet tall, you know, a basketball rim's 10 feet. I mean, you think about this, let's say, let's say Goliath is 12 feet tall, probably weighs a thousand pounds. His spearhead was like a weaver's beam, um, just absolutely intimidating in the natural. And yet, David stood there because he knew who he was. He was a giant in the Holy Ghost. And so God always raises up giants in the spirit of the Lord. And, um, giants in the natural, we know. Of course, we know that David's nephew killed the last of the giants, and so uh, we don't have that in this day. But they were a result of man and Satan, a union. That's where they came from god giants are a result of human beings in a spiritual relationship with the lord jesus christ that turns them loose in the spirit realm and they can do anything that's why the bible says i can do all things through christ who strengthens me think about the the new testament who wrote two-thirds of it? his name was paul and history tells us that paul was a very small man um, He wasn't uh, intimidating to look at, in fact they said he probably uh, just didn't have too much going for him in the physical side, and yet the scripture says this, when the enemy, the giants of hell saw Paul, they said, Paul we know, and Jesus we know. Wouldn't you love to hear that said about you, that the enemy looks at you and said, we know who you are, why? Because Paul was a giant. In the Holy Ghost. And the giant size did not come from what they ate. It didn't come from their environment. It came from their DNA and what was in their bloodline. And you and I, the size that we are in the spirit doesn't come by just books that we read or we know the right people or we have the right degree behind our name. That's not where your size comes in the Holy Ghost. Your maturity in God comes out of that divine relationship. Doesn't the Bible say this, that people who know their God, you know, in the Old Testament, many times the word know is speaking of um, uh, a, a, a natural relationship between a man and a woman. It's Adam knew Eve or uh, Abraham knew Sarah. The people that know their God, the people that are in a relationship with God, then what does it say? They shall be strong and do great exploits. And so in the spirit realm now, we have these huge giants in the earth that are demonic. I'm not talking about natural giants, I'm talking about. Uh, evil evil spirits that are have, have morphed into incredible uh, sizes in the spirit realm where they are out to intimidate and to destroy. So the only way they can be defeated is God has to have men and women that he's hid, he's put them in a desert, they've been in lonely places, solitary places, without kindred or acquaintances until they've learned. Just to have fellowship with the Lord. And in that sweetness of the fellowship of Christ, God begins to allow them to grow uh, in the Holy Ghost. And um, there's a verse in Galatians that says this that an heir, as long as he is a child, is different from, he's no different than the servant in the house. And it's the same thing in the spirit. If we do not grow up into a measure of the stature of Christ, even though subjectively we have the right to the authority that Christ has, experientially we don't. We don't have it because God does not release authority to children because they don't know what to do with it. It can abuse it and it can hurt people with it. So the Lord says in the spirit realm that until we grow up in God until we take on the height of the man in the spirit realm that's when we begin to wield authority and so uh, I believe that what we're seeing right now is God is beginning to uncover giant killers in this in this hour and uh, I I also believe that one of the reasons the church has uh, lost so much of her authority in this nation and we, we have the, the outward appearance, we have the form of God, but no power, is because we decided that we would use natural weapons. And so we think in terms of, well, we have to have a bigger building, or we have to have a better sound system, or we have to have uh, the most connected person, or the person who's considered the most successful right out there in, in, in praise and worship, or who's wrote the latest book. Can I tell you the enemy laughs at that because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal; they're mighty through God, and we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. Um, you know, there's lots of entities out there that that are really promoting the kingdom of darkness. Uh, a lot of the social moguls and um, a lot of the, the the large television groups and media and in Hollywood but they're not our enemy, it's, the, it's what's in the spirit realm that's doing that, And so a lot of you, you might have gone your whole life, you have a relationship with the Lord and you're thinking, God, how come I'm not being used? Because now God is saying, I'm getting ready to release men and women into the kingdom that are going to have the authority, they're gonna have the height, they're giant killers that what the devil is in the natural is what God is raising up in the spirit realm. And, you know, Israel never got to go back into the land of Canaan until everybody who thought that size was what determined the battle died. And God kept the two men who were not intimidated by the giants who said, we're more than able to go up. God said, those are the ones that are going. And he took those two men to lead a young generation into the land of Canaan. And so I I want you to be encouraged tonight as I'm talking to you that you don't live in a wilderness forever. God doesn't stick you on a shelf and then forget that he made you, but his eye is on the sparrow. How much more does he not consider those like you and I So I want you to be encouraged tonight and know this, that God's raising up some men and women that have passed the test. And um, even even about Jesus, in Luke, the second chapter, verse 52, it says that Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature. And that stature in the Latin means greatness. Even Jesus had to mature as a man because he was God in flesh, but he had a fleshly nature. He had to walk out like we walk. And the Father brought him to a place that he became that size in the spirit realm. He increased in wisdom and greatness that man, when God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, and he came out of the water. He said, boy, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Can I tell you that there's great anointing beginning to be applied to a lot of you that are listening to me? Don't you be intimidated? Don't you think God's forgotten you? Because God needs giant killers in this hour. And always remember this. God does not look as man looks. And every, even the prophet, he, Uh, there, Samuel, God had to tell him, he said, stop looking at Eliab, you're thinking in terms, I'm going to raise up somebody like I have just rejected. He said, not this time, I have found a man that's after my own heart, not big in the natural, but oh my, a giant killer in the Holy Ghost. So I I pray that this word tonight has been an encouragement to you. Um, I want to say, first of all, um, we're just coming off of the uh, proclaiming liberty for the 4th of July at uh, um, Grand Ole Opry. Uh, Tremendous success. We had actually a few more people in the building than we were supposed to have, over 4,400. And boy, you could just see the army of the Lord. I want to say to all of you that came, thank you. And I want to say to all of you that watched online, I pray that uh, it was a great blessing to you. And uh, we are going to be pretty soon announcing some things that we want to do in other cities. Uh, August 26th is when our ministry conference starts. And it's rapidly filling up. We're going to be on site here at the Sheraton Music City Center here in Nashville. Uh, It'll be the 26th, the 27th, and uh, finishing out on the morning of the 28th. Uh, Powerful speakers, Kevin Jessup, Dutch Sheets, myself, Dr. Hans Hess. You can go online and register for that. Okay, the last thing I want to tell you is uh, we've opened up registration for our fall conference, uh, November 10th, I think, through the 14th, and it's going to be a powerful time. Uh, We've already had several hundred Register, and we've only been open for, I don't know, a few hours. So if you want to come to this, um, you need to get online. Don't wait till the last moment, because we can only seat 4,000 people in the building. So uh, go online at Regeneration Nashville, register for the Fall Conference. Until then, God bless you. I love you. Remember this, you're a giant killer in the Holy Ghost.